You're listening to Vix B on Riverside Radio. Hello everyone, it's Vix B and I'm going to be here with you for the next couple of hours on Riverside Radio. Thanks very much to lovely Sue, who I've just waved off. I've got a really fun show for you today, full of great music and our local hero, a pop star this week, on how to get the best from our boroughs. Riverside Today for South West London on Riverside Radio. Yes, you're here with Vixby and I'm going to be looking after you until 2pm on this extremely wet and dreary day. I do hope that you've at very least got your wellies on and or tucked up even better warm inside with a hot chocolate. Now, this week is all about celebrating South West London with you. And every week I bring you a local guide by an independent business owner uh, to hear their top tips for the best experience of their corner of southwest london now also coming up in the show we've got vix b loves where i tell you about activities arts and culture events going on in the boroughs of wandsworth merton lambeth and richmond every week we'll also be hearing from our local hero this week might have mentioned it already Heidi Range singer and former member of the girl group the Sugar Babes now she's going to be chatting to us about her experience as a pop star her work with the NSPCC and her love of southwest London so stay tuned we've got so much to look forward to We've got a very girly theme so far today, what with a bit of Beyonce and Destiny's Child, and that was The Promise by Girls Aloud. Now, for some more for us. Okay, ready? Brace yourselves. Every week I profile a person of local interest, someone who can give us, here in South West London, an insight into a field that they are passionate about. Now, this week I bring you Heidi Range. Happy Southwest London resident who is working with the NSPCC as an ambassador. Now, here she is chatting with me about that, about her life as a pop star, and her love of family life in Southwest London. Hi, Heidi Range. Hello. Welcome to Riverside Radio. Thank you for having me. I wanted to start with where you grew up. I grew up in Liverpool, obviously, by the accent, with my mum, my dad and my sister. And then when I was about seven, my parents divorced. And then my nan practically moved in with us. So she was like a second mother to me. She was the most fabulous woman I've ever known in my whole life. But yeah, I grew up in a house full of makeup, music, Patsy Cline and ladies and then when I was 16 I started coming to London doing recording and was back and forth and then I moved to London properly when I was 18. Tell me how was your talent discovered? I had quite an interesting journey to get to the sugar babes and the success of that. I worked with lots of different producers and managers from about the age of 14 I was in London working with Stock Aiken, who were very yeah, famous yeah. producers when I was 15. I worked with another management company who were looking after Eternal. Yeah. And then I was about to sign a deal and the manager of Sugar Babes was also a music lawyer. And when I took the contract to her, she convinced me not to sign right. with the other guy and go with her. <laughs> and I'm glad I did. Yeah. <laughs> Was it just obvious from a really young age that you had pipes? I 
Love to sing. Ever since I can remember, I was obsessed with singing. That was my passion. I guess my mum encouraged it because she could see it was something I was good at. Yeah. And, in you know, Liverpool is an amazingly musical city. Like, to grow up yeah. in that city, there's so many opportunities. Like, all the children, all my friends, we all went to singing and dance lessons. We were part of, the, of a children's roadshow where we performed every weekend in, in clubs, like social clubs and pubs and at christenings. I was part of this children's cabaret show. So to grow up with that opportunity and gain experience of performing in front of live audiences mm. was amazing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was something I was always super passionate about. And in my head, it, there was no... There was nothing else I was going to do. You know, there wasn't a plan B. That was that was it. Well, I'm really glad it worked out. It's it's <laughs> for the best that it did because there was yeah, as I say, there was there wasn't a backup plan. <laughs> do you sing with your kids? I sing with my children all the time, particularly on a Friday. We like getting the little karaoke machine out. Although my eldest is six and she loves singing with me, the two-year-old tells me to shut up, mummy. I'm doing this bit. <laughs> Tell me, what was it like being in the Sugar Babes? How was that time? It was incredible. It was what I dreamt of ever since I was a little girl. And it really was a case of a dream come true. I get a bit emotional when I talk about it now. But it really was. You know, I was this kid from Liverpool who dreamt of becoming a singer. And almost overnight, I joined this group. And I remember, like, I was working in a bar in Liverpool... And I got a call from Sarah, my manager, to say one of the girls had left the Sugar Babes. Would I come and audition with the girls? And I had to go into town that afternoon to buy the, the album Overload. Right. Laying all this... I knew Overload because that was, like, the single that had been released, but I didn't know the other tracks off the album. So I had to lay in them overnight, get the train to London the following day and go and audition with the girls. And that night... I got on the train to go back to Liverpool and they called me and said, can you come back again tomorrow with your mum? Oh, so come back the next day with my mum and I never left London. And that weekend I was on CD UK because we'd done a photo shoot by then and they were announcing the new lineup. Oh my and about a month later I was stood on stage at the MTV Awards presenting Eminem with, a, with an award, which was just crazy. It was absolutely mental. We were incredibly lucky. I was with the group for 12 years and we toured the world. And you had huge success, We right? did, yeah. You know, we had six number ones when I was in the group. We performed on the main stage at Glastonbury. Oh we performed Amazing. at Nelson Mandela's 90th birthday. We sang with James Brown. We sang with so many amazing artists, wrote with incredible writers. One of my favourite venues, actually, is in London, the Royal Albert Hall. I, you know, we performed there quite a few times, which I absolutely love, and I still go there. If there's an artist I like, that's where I go if they're playing, because I just think it's the, the most amazing venue. It was, it was a dream come true. I just look back on it with really fond memories. Oh. Have you taken your girls to the Albert Hall and then said, Mummy sang on that stage? Do you know, I haven't taken them to the Albert Hall. I took my eldest to the O2 yeah. to watch Little Mix. Oh, wow. And it was a really funny moment to, like, go, you know, Mummy sang on that stage. I don't know if she really got it or not. She was like, okay. (laughs) 
and we're going to hear more from Heidi after this. Switch on Southwest London. And of course, that was the Sugar Babes with Push the Button. And you can hear Heidi's gorgeous voice on that. I also played that for lovely Tina, my babysitter. That is her go-to karaoke song. And now we're going to hear some more from Heidi. Why did you choose to work with the NSPCC? So I was invited to an event that they were hosting. Mm. And I was just blown away by the work that they do. And as a mother, particularly, my priority is my daughters. I, when they asked me, would I, would I like to get involved? It was a no-brainer. They're fantastic. Tell me about their Talk Pants campaign. Talk Pants is teaching children that their bodies belong to them. It's about teaching them to speak up if something doesn't feel right or if they're worried. Because I've got a little boy who is obsessed with dinosaurs. And I heard that there is a Pantosaurus. Pantosaurus is a legend. He's this really fun dinosaur, teaches children that their bodies belong to them. There's a book that the NSPCC have done. You can get it on their website or Matalan or the library. And it teaches children rules. And they love learning the rules and repeating the rules, particularly no means no. Yeah. But my daughter, I'd spoken to her about it because I got involved with NSPCC. But NSPCC actually, they do workshops within schools as well. And they went into her school. And it was amazing when she came home that she was telling me, oh, mummy, you know, Pantosaurus says this, Pantosaurus says that. And I just think that's fantastic, yeah. even at that age, because it's basically talking about the prevention of sexual abuse, which is a horrible subject something you don't want to think about, something most parents would be afraid to talk to their children about, particularly at such a young age. You don't want to frighten them, you don't want to plant bad thoughts Mm -hmm. in their heads. So I just think this is an amazing way of equipping them with the power to know my private's private, no means no, my pants are my power. It's all these things, equipping them with that knowledge and confidence. And look, it's not a child's responsibility to protect themselves. It's our responsibility, which is actually what's brilliant about this book, us reading these books to our children, because it's a fun, friendly story about a dinosaur who loves his pants. I just think it's fantastic. Now, the NSPCC are about to launch their Listen Up, Speak Up campaign. Can you tell me a bit about that? So, Listen Up, Speak Up is about encouraging anybody and everybody to look around within your community. If you spot things that don't seem quite right, to teach us how we can help them. There's a workshop that the NSPCC have put on their website. It's a 10-minute workshop. It's absolutely free. I signed up and, and watched it this morning. Mm-hmm. And so when you say if there's something not quite right, you automatically assume it's the extreme abuse that is really obvious. It's not always the case of that. You know, one of the examples I saw this morning was about somebody going to visit their friend who had a newborn baby and noticing that the mum was withdrawn and not herself and the baby was crying and she wasn't really responding to the crying and the baby had a dirty nappy and the mum hadn't picked up on that 
and it was this friend you know, she helped her by encouraging her to go and speak to her doctor yeah. reaching out to the rest of the family to offer support and the friend personally saying look I'm going to bring some groceries around once a week we're going to go for a coffee and have a chat so it's about spotting something and helping out before it escalates to something terrible yeah. and there's loads of different scenarios but basically the workshop is telling us how we can spot things, how we can act, or if it is something more severe, to contact the NSPCC because they will guide you to the right person who can help, who can step in and deal with those more extreme cases in the right way. Yeah, essentially it's encouraging communities. You know, we are a community radio station and community is everything. And I love the idea of the NSPCC giving us very easy way of being a practical help. Yeah, but also they're offering, if there's a big group of you within a community, say your social club, your sports, if there's a group of you that would like a workshop, they will send someone out to do an hour's workshop with Brilliant. you too. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay, that's great to know. Now, obviously, you're a proud South West London dweller. Yes. I was wondering if you could tell us a bit about some of your favourite places in South West London. Oh, I've been in South West London for quite a long time now and I absolutely love it. I love the community element of it. I think that's what I love most. I've had both my daughters here and the facilities that have been on my doorstep, like as a first time mum, I, I met so many friends through mother and baby classes. I've done every mother and baby class that is available in South West London. So I think it's the sense of community. Some of my favourite places would be, I love Battersea Park and I love seeing it change through the seasons. Yeah. Yeah. It's so big, it's so open, but you've got the zoo there, which I've taken my girls to yeah. so many times. You've got the children's playground with the best pizza restaurant next to it. Brilliant, top tip. The pizzas are amazing, really good. I'm waiting for my girls to get big enough to go in the go ape. Oh yeah. They're still, they're still a little bit yes, little. My kids love that. Yeah. So Battersea Park, Battersea Power Station is is so yeah. beautiful, and they put on a lot of events for children, yeah. like in the half term and things like that. They they've always got big activities going on for the children. I like going there without the children too. There's <laughs> quite a few nice restaurants and cocktail bars. Yes. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, they they would be my go-to. Heidi, it's been absolutely lovely to spend time with you, and thank you so so much. Thank you. And that was the wonderful Heidi Range. And you can watch the interview on our YouTube channel. You just head to riversideradio.com and click on the YouTube logo next to the high sign. Now, you can find Heidi on Instagram at hrange29 and you can visit the nspcc.org.uk to find out more about their totally brilliant Talk Pants and Listen Up, Speak Up campaigns. You can also find the NSPCC on Instagram at NSPCC underscore official. And after the ads, I'm going to play you a bit more Sugar Babe so we can really revel in all that incredible music that they made. Thanks, Heidi. And that was the Sugar Babes with Round Round, one of my absolute favourites. And thank you again to Heidi Range for telling us all about those amazing NSPCC initiatives that are uh, available to find on their website, nspcc.org.uk. Now, on the theme of music, I've 
loved thinking about this question that I'm going to ask you. I was wondering what band you would have loved to have been a part of and also what would be your dream venue to play? Me? Well, I went to see Niall Rogers and Duran Duran play at the Hollywood Bowl which is a big outdoor arena in Los Angeles. And there were fireworks afterwards. And the next day, I found myself at a Heathrow baggage carousel with Simon and Yasmin Le Bon. No lie. I think Duran Duran during their 80s heyday would have been so much fun. And yes, playing at the Hollywood Bowl would suit me just fine. Please, can you WhatsApp me here in the studio with your thoughts and ideas? The number is 07871 670493, or you can message me on my Instagram at vixby.london. Yes, Cher, gorgeous Cher. Such a huge fan of that lady and her self-deprecating attitude towards herself. Did you hear on Graham Norton recently when they all wanted to talk about Cher and they were, Julia Roberts was on and they were all sort of fangirling on Cher and uh, say and she, she they turned to her and she just went, the thing is, I'm just not much of a Cher fan. <laughs> anyway, we were all in fits of laughter. The studio, the sofa, and of course, us watching at home. Now, I've had um, some responses to my question of what band would you have loved to have been a part of and what would have been your dream venue to play? Uh, now, I've had uh, Tabitha, who very much enjoys Sugar Babes and their music. So she said, thanks for that. Brilliant to hear, Heidi. And she would have liked to have been a member of ABBA and she would have liked to have played Brixton Academy. Now, my friend Vicky also messaged to say that she would have been liked to be in ABBA, but she pointed out, but then they would have to be called VABBA for her, and I guess for Tabitha, they'd have to name them Tabba. And that was a new song by Noah Khan and Sam Fender called Homesick. Now, I love it when we play new songs because then we get to do kind of the hit, miss and maybe. And I listen to it far more carefully than I would if it was, you know, just on in the background. I loved that one. I hope you enjoyed it too. I've had a message in from Neil in North Sheen saying that he would have loved to have been part of Blondie. And he once saw them perform at the Roundhouse in Camden and they just looked like they were having the most fun. So that's what he would be like in that band on that night in that venue. Um, I've had a message in from Louise from Wimbledon and Louise said, and I completely agree with her, wham, I was thinking about this, I would have been Shirley. In fact, it probably still would be. I just think that... She's such a survivor, isn't she, of that time. She clearly, I mean, she got to go out with a beautiful Andrew Ridgely, be absolute best mates with George Michael. She got to be part of one of the best bands of all time. She then got to marry Martin Kemp and have two lovely kids and just generally lead this completely brilliant, successful, survivory kind of, you know, and she looks fantastic today. So I think she would be wonderful. And obviously uh, there, oh yeah, and Julian won a Julian Wadham, who's based between Barnes and Teddington. And he said that he would have been, uh, would have absolutely loved to be part of Queen for Live Aid in 1986. Wow. 
wouldn't that have been incredible? That amazing silhouette of, of Freddie Mercury holding the microphone in his little white trainers and his, orange, his yellow jacket. I completely agree. Keep them coming, guys. And that was Brittany. Very abrupt end there. Apologise, should have been quicker on that. I hope you enjoyed it. I was just reading about her, actually. It says that she once won the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award for her incredibly heavily choreographed videos, it said. Oh, I do hope she's all right, our Brittany. You know, one does worry. Now, as a home stylist, I encourage you to get the best from your home and the possessions you already have by rethinking how you display what you love the most. Now, I love seeing daffodils at this time of year, and I think there is nothing more cheerful on a kitchen table. But instead of using one larger vase, use several smaller ones. Now, jam jars are good, uh, and I like to keep the containers if I get given a fancy candle. I heat it gently and get out the last of the wax and use them as vases, which look great grouped together. Now, for more home styling tips, do head to my Instagram. That's at London. Ask your smart speaker to play Riverside Radio. Hello, it's Vixby, and I'm going to be here with you until 2pm on this very wet day. I hope you're snuggled up warm inside. Now, I've had some brilliant other responses from my my question uh, earlier on as to what band in history would you have been a part of and what venues might you have liked to play at? Now, the lovely team behind the Battersea Women Instagram page have said they would have liked to play Old Wembley. And, you know, someone else I asked this morning said exactly the same. So I think there's real kind of, uh, yeah, real nostalgia for that. Uh, Now, Elizabeth Ann, our regular listener in from the United States, said she would play the O2 or Sydney Opera House. How excellent. What brilliant ideas. And uh, my friend Isabella said the Colosseum. Now, we've also got a suggestion of the Colosseum from the alter ego of my new friend, Debbie Bysden, who is a comedian. And she has an alter ego called Dolly, who is a landlady. But Debbie's also a landlady. Anyway, Debbie would play the O2. Dolly would play the Colosseum. Ooh, is she there? Is she gone? And that was delightful pink. Now, I've had some more uh, messages in about what band would you have been in uh, from people here? So we've got Daniela in Putney says, The Spice Girls. Well, that's a very obvious one. I have met her and she would be a perfect fit. We've got a message from Domi and she says, Bon Jovi with about 15 exclamation marks. I completely agree. Also, Elizabeth Ann in the States, our regular lovely listeners from very far away, she said she would have been part of the Monkees. Cute. That was the sort of manufactured band that was kind of a kind of riposte to the Beatles, which uh, they made a huge TV show about. And uh, yeah, that would have been great fun. Uh, Michael Walner, who's going to be on our show next week as our expert artist. Uh, he's going to be talking about the other art show. And he said mud. So there we go. Now we know that he would have said that. And Tara, who lives in Los Angeles. We have a very far reach, you see, this show. And she said Prince. 
And I don't know if she would like to be in his band. She's a very beautiful ex-model, is Artara. So I can totally see her strutting around behind him, you know, in diamonds and in pearls. Keep them coming, guys. Riverside Radio's Track of the Week. And that was Robbie Williams with Strong. And now I'm going to tell you about our track of the week. I love this feature on Riverside Radio. Uh, Thomas Irwin, who was born in Doncaster, but is now living in London. Thomas sparked an interest in creating music as a young teenager, and he now hails to be one of the most exciting products of electronic music. I think that means producer of, I have to say. I'm reading a little script here. Uh, Now, humble beginnings have seen Thomas teach himself how to produce music, how to write songs and play instruments fluently before being scouted by labels and writing music around the globe. Worst Best Night is a song about falling in love even though it's dangerous, like playing with fire. Thomas blends deep house and future house elements along with using his signature flair of real instrumentation in electronic dance music. The song is topped by one of Thomas's good friends and collaborators, Scarlett, whose vocals catch you from the get-go. Check out our YouTube channel for full acoustic versions of our previous Track of the Week artists and you can find Thomas on his socials at Thomas Irwin Music. That's Irwin, I-R-W-I-N. This is Riverside Radio. Don't you feel it coming? Riverside Radio's Track of the Week. Hello, I'm Thomas Irwin, and my song, Worst Best Night, is this week's Track of the Week on Riverside Radio. You're on Riverside Radio. It's only when you turn the light off You make the darkness disappear
enjoyed that hope you did too that was thomas Irwin with his track of the week beautiful beyonce with texas hold'em i hope you enjoyed that i love the fact that she goes all over the place with her music you remember when kylie did her little foray into country music and now we've got beyonce doing it too i think it's brilliant loved it and i hope you did too Now, I'm on a quest to bring you the absolute best ways to enjoy the boroughs of Richmond, Wandsworth, Merton and Lambeth. Now, I was born in Richmond, then I was brought up in Dorset, and I lived and worked in London for a bit, and then I lived abroad for ages and ages, which is another story for another time. I'm now back in the UK, and I live in East Sheen, and I am using this show to explore southwest London with you, my gorgeous listeners. So every week I bring you a local guide, someone passionate about their neighbourhood who can give us tips and hints about how best to enjoy their special corner of our boroughs. Today we're going to hear from Stefan of Shea Stefan, who rather brilliantly has a hair salon and wine bar all combined in Putney. And he's going to give us his expert guide to his neighbourhood. Now, Stefan has the most beautiful French accent and was so shy about speaking on the radio and he's asked me to read it on his behalf, which I feel, well, it's not quite what we usually do. I love to hear the voice behind the person. So I want you to imagine that this next piece is being spoken in a dreamy male French accent. So... Chez Stéphane Hair Salon and Wine Bar is based in the heart of Putney, SW15. At Chez Stéphane, you will always feel welcomed and well cared for, and of course, you will always leave looking and feeling great. Chez Stéphane is the last shop on Lacey Road, surrounded by little houses, just before an independent pub, The Jolly Gardener, which is a perfect place, says Stéphane, for families at the weekend and great during the week to enjoy a drink after a long day. Now, Chez Stéphane offers you hair service, he says, and great coffee or morning wine, if that's what you need. I often do. I don't really. Um, After getting your hair done, you could go to Blabar, which is the Nordic Living Cafe. He says he loves their sandwiches and the unique cafe style. It's like nowhere else. He said also the Giuliano Deli has the best pasta lunch and he really enjoys their casserole as well. Chez Stefan offers wine tasting or hair service or a combination of both, which is a great way to start your evening before heading out to dinner. And he suggests that you want to try artisan Sardinian. For him, he says, Stefan says, it is simply the best dinner restaurant in all of Putney. And Chef Massimo will look after you very well, says Stefan. 
Chez Stéphane can hold wine tasting groups of up to 25 people at Lacey Road and supply weddings and parties all over the UK. Now, rather excitingly, he said if you book and mention Vix B or Riverside Radio, Shea Stefan will give you a 50% discount on any hair service for your first visit and a free glass of wine. I know! So he says thank you so much for listening and that was Stefan's top tips for how to get the best from his corner of Putney and his salon and wine bar is called Shea Stefan. Thank you ever so much, Stefan. You can find this fabulous hairdresser wine bar combo at 26 Lacey Road, SW15. Their website is SheaStefan.com and their Instagram is at Shea, C-H-E-Z, underscore Stefan. Now, this is the part of the show where I tell you all about local activities, arts and culture events that I'm excited about and I think you should be as well. So first up, this weekend you can enjoy the annual Classical Vauxhall Festival where classical music is done differently. Back for their fifth run, they want to celebrate Vauxhall's rich cultural heritage and strong associations with classical music composers while building on those links in a modern setting to make it open and enjoyable for all. All weekend, expect a great concert lineup, music and dance workshops, and you can enjoy their guided walking tours, exploring Vauxhall's music, art and society scenes. For the whole schedule, and to get your tickets starting at £5, visit classicalvauxhall.com. We've also got the Wimbledon Museum, which invites you to their current exhibition, Behind That Door, which is on until March the 24th. Explore the rich history of the Wimbledon Village Club and Lecture Hall building from its Victorian origins, intended to entice locals away from the pub towards more intellectual pursuits. How interesting. The small independent museum is proud to champion the history and people of Wimbledon Village, Town and Common. Regular opening hours are every Friday, Saturday and Sunday from 2.30 to 5pm. So come and discover the captivating stories of those who have lived, learned and created here. Head to wimbledonsociety.org.uk for all info. More suggestions coming up next. Switch on Southwest London. That's Paloma Faith's new one, uh, Sweatpants, of her album that she's presenting us with at the moment called The Glorification of Sadness, which, yeah, she she's really talking about the split that she's had recently with her the father of her two children. And I think her voice is amazing and I think the way she writes her lyrics is just beautiful. Check her out on, she's doing the podcast round at the moment, you can hear her chatting about it, especially gorgeous one to Elizabeth Day on the podcast How to Fail, I loved that one So, more recommendations I've got here for you for the uh, next few days Now, on Saturday this is so important guys, remember okay, so we've got Mother's Day coming up, of course my kids have no idea and we'll, you know, I'll get some kind of terribly hurried well if I get anything at all actually but to save you all the hassle on Saturday March the 2nd you can have a stroll around the Mother's Day indoor pop-up market at the West Norwood Library and Picture House discover a wide range of handmade crafts jewellery and clothing uh, and more from local artisans open from 11 until 5pm it's the 
perfect opportunity to find that special Mother's Day gift or to come along for a browse, delicious food and a lively atmosphere. All info can be found at norwoodforum.org. Riverside Today for South West London on Riverside Radio. And my last suggestion of today, uh, on the back of her successful Essex tour, Dolly Slateman, the working woman's pub landlady, alias of real-life pub landlady Debbie Baisden, is bringing the menopause party to the masses to celebrate International Women's Day. Now, you can get tickets for this taboo-smashing one-woman comedy show, The Menopause Party, at turbinetheatre.co.uk and they're at about £18 each and it's on next week from the 5th to the 7th of March it's on at the Turbine Theatre which I love talking about because it's in Battersea Power Station which is of course the sponsor of our brand new breakfast show that we'll be launching on the 11th of March that was Dance Hall Days with Wang Chung and I played that specially for Robin who's just tuned in and Vicky who's been listening along thanks girls I love knowing you're there now I would like to thank everyone who contributed to the show today to the lovely Heidi Range singer and former sugar babe for your insights into your life as a super successful pop star as an ambassador for the NSPCC and for your top tips for how to get the best from South West London also to our local guide this week, hairdresser and wine bar owner Shay Stefan in Putney with his top tips for how to get the most from his corner of our neighbourhoods. Now you'll find this week's show details on my Instagram page from tomorrow morning at vixby.london. Thank you so much for tuning in and I can't wait to see you at the same time again next week. We're going to be chatting to an amazing lady who runs a brilliant soup kitchen slash dinner club in Wandsworth and I want to tell you all about it. Have a great Friday and a fantastic weekend. See you soon. You're listening to Vix B on Riverside Radio broadcasting live from Southwest London. That's all we have for you this week. Please do rate, review and share the podcast if you can. It all helps to spread the word. See you next time.